0: Andy, we are two days after Christmas. We thought we might be taking a break. We decided there was enough going on that we wanted to connect and share with our pod listeners. Merry Christmas, Andy. Soon to be Happy New Year. How was your holidays, Andy?
1: Merry Christmas, Dave, and all those that are listening. My holidays were good. I had the family here. We enjoyed, you know, Christmas morning eating more than we should, definitely more gifts than we should have enjoyed. It was, just, it was pretty fun, but it was a really fun Christmas. It was a. I felt like uh, it, it's fun to see how well your family knows one another. And I felt like we really saw that this Christmas. So it was a lot of fun and glad to be here with you today, Dave, and, uh, you know, enjoying enjoying the men of a certain next holiday specials, I guess.
0: Yeah, I guess it is a fair thing to say of the holiday special. I will tell you, we had a very interesting time. Usually my oldest daughter is like, she can barely sleep the night before. My oldest son, who's now a young adult, we used to have to give him Benadryl that he was so excited to go, <laughs> before to, go to bed. But it was interesting. This year, everyone was like, I'm going to sleep in. And I was like, well, that's not going to last. I'm like, I'm going to have to get up early. I have to walk the dog, make sure that, you know, he gets his, the dog gets his walk before everybody wants to open presents Yeah, i wake up you know five o'clock or something thinking everybody's gonna be up already and they're gonna be like come on dad get them out for a walk and all this stuff and and sure enough nobody was up (laughs) and then six o'clock came around i was like surely six o'clock somebody's gonna be up nope nobody was there so then we started like my other son uh who's in town with his dog um He also had to walk, and we're like, "This is annoying. Why, why are people not up?" And so we, um, so we for my youngest daughter, we kind of, you know, turned off her sound machine because she sleeps with a sound machine. We had the dog go in there, bark a couple times, and, and, and she eventually woke up. But then I was like, "Hey, let's go open presents." You know, go get get everybody. No, Dad, let's let them sleep. I'm like,
1: what's wrong with you? I don't think I don't think anybody at the age of ten has ever said that before. So I, I, it's it was amazing to me. It was completely amazing. But it was fun.
0: We had a good time. I, I you know, it is obviously with the older kids it's it's nice they have a, a, a real appreciation for their gifts but just to see the joy in the young ones now too yeah. is, i i still enjoy that very much so so it was a good time there so andy a lot happens over the last uh, since our last podcast we had a big yeah. sports weekend big nfl weekend um check in on how's your team you you're 11 and four how do you feel
1: Dave, I'm I'm feeling good for anybody that isn't aware of the biggest news from Sunday. Surely the biggest news. The Detroit Lions beat the Minnesota Vikings in a very exciting game. Clinched the NFC North title for the first time ever. Last time they won a division was 30 years ago. It wasn't even the NFC North at the time. So the Lions are guaranteed to host a playoff game right now. Sitting in third place in the NFC. Setting up what could be a really fun match with Philadelphia potentially. So feeling good. The Lions are are good. And Dave, we're going into... uh, Cowboys Lions weekend here and, and maybe this game is going to mean something for both teams so looking forward to that but how'd your Cowboys do Dave how did your Cowboys do Andy it was it was as I thought it would actually they played better <laughs> against the defense
0: uh, they played better against the run um, but as normal it was it worked out just as a. it now Dak did have a great uh, drive in the fourth quarter to put them up by uh, one point but with with four and a half minutes left, I was like, this is inevitable. The Cowboys yeah. are going to give up four and five yard chunks all the way down the field and they'll give up a last second field goal. I was like, yep. And that's how it played out. I don't yeah. even think i watched the end of it, Andy, because I knew how it was going to going to work and, and sure enough it did. And now I have utterly no confidence in the Cowboys. Like, look, maybe they'll, they, they're lined up as a fifth seed to play, um tampa bay which is playing great football right now and it's kind of a and they'll play in tampa bay now last year the same thing happened they they went in and beat up tom brady and and the bucks but this year i'm i'm it's is is it sad to say that baker mayfield would may be better than tom brady was last year it could be so anyway so andy it, it's utter chaos. Uh, obviously, the Ravens destroyed the Niners. Yes. Uh, thing now you had called the Ravens your number one team. I had called the Niners my number one team. How's your top five looking th- th- these days?
1: Yeah, so very little change, to be honest. Uh, you know, I mean, the you know, we'll come back, I think, to Baltimore Sanford in here a little bit. But Baltimore, you know, in my book, is still playing the most consistent good football in the NFL. I think they can definitely be beat. They have been. But, you know, on a consistent basis, they are playing really good ball, better than anybody else. And so I still got them as one. And, and though San Fran is questionable, I still got them sitting at number two. But I did change things around a little bit after that. I moved Miami up to three. I think I think they deserve it. They're playing really good football. They're so dangerous with, you know, Tyree Hill and, and Waddle. Just they, they can put up points really, really fast. And they're playing at a good level right now. So I've got Miami three. I put Philly back at four. And Dave, I'm sorry, but I had to drop Dallas out of the top five. I think it's really didn't come down to this game with Dallas and Detroit. One of them might sneak into that spot. But right now, I've got Buffalo at five, And I hate to do that. And I really wrestled with who to put there. I was thinking maybe Cleveland, maybe Buffalo. But I, I think Buffalo, even though they could potentially still miss the playoffs, is playing really strong football in the moment. And so if they can sustain that, you know, they could be an up, uh, you know, cause some upsets in the AFC. Uh, I think right now they're poised to play the Chiefs in the first round, which should be really interesting. They'll probably lose because that's what they do, but nonetheless, I've got Buffalo five, Philly four, Miami three, San Fran two, and Baltimore staying at number one. And I think they'll hold that. I think until until the playoffs prove otherwise.
0: Yeah, I I actually think like is there ever been a year when there's been so much mediocre football? Like the Chiefs, did you watch the Chiefs game? I think. Uh, they, they're they're not good. That's not a yeah. good football team. It's amazing yeah. that they were what were they eight and two at one point and now they're nine and six or nine and seven, whatever they are. They're not a good football team. That was ugly. Um, I, I, I really struggled. So I'm going to go with Baltimore one. I mean, I, I, I think they showed obviously a lot this weekend. I go San Francisco two. I am like you, I'm going to go Miami number three, but here's where I'll change it up a little bit. I'm going to go, you know, I, I think, I'm just not so sure about Philly anymore. they, They just don't really look that good. I'm going with Cleveland for... I, I, lo- I really love this as crazy as that is. Their defense is really good. And Joe yeah. Flacco just, hey, just huck the ball downfield. You know, when he was in Baltimore, the, the, the joke used to be is like, hey, just throw it down. You either get a long completion uh interception, which is as good as a pass or pass interference or good as a punt or pass interference. And he was a master at that. He had that great in their Super Bowl win of 2012 he had that great uh game against the broncos in the playoffs where he just threw the ball downfield somebody a guy caught it ran it all the way in for the for the score and the win um or actually tied it and they won it later but um so i'm going to go cleveland number four and i'm going to put your detroit lions andy number wow. five. wow um, i'm going to throw them in there i i do like a lot of what they're doing i think they're because here's the thing. It's not so much that I love Detroit. I do think they're playing good football. I just don't really like anybody else. I mean, who, who else is, who else is in there? I don't, I'm not a believer in Seattle. I'm not a believer in anybody in the NFC South Um, other than Detroit, nobody else in the, in the North, the Cowboys look like you can put them anywhere you want. The same thing is going to do. They may be a competitive first round playoff win, but uh, otherwise they're not going any further. Buffalo, I like, but they struggled a lot this week, and I was a little unsure about them. Uh, so I, I'm going to go with uh, that. That's my top five. So I'm going to go Baltimore, San Francisco, Miami, Cleveland, and then Detroit is my top five. So that, that, there we wow. go. Andy, I like
1: but, it. Yeah, go ahead. I, I like it. I, I, Cleveland. Is I mean, I think it's a really good spot. I'm I'm, I'm hesitant to put Detroit that high, but but I, I think it's it's a fair it's a fair look the way you're looking at it. So we'll see. It's going to be an interesting weekend coming up here for sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Dallas and, and Detroit's going to be good. Now, look, I I fully expect Dallas is going to come out and they can potentially win that game. It's yeah. still not going to change my view. I mean, I still think they're an awful team um, <laughs> and and this is from the fan. So Andy, the one, two matchup, you know, the Lamar versus Purdy matchup, yeah. I think we saw Purdy was the favorite for uh, wow. NFL MVP moving into this week. Four interceptions, Really bad performance, whereas Lamar, I think, really solidified himself as the MVP. It's his to lose at this point. But the noise, and Lamar's been, he's already an MVP. He's been very well, had a big free agency last year, um, and got a big contract. He's well established. Purdy obviously came on at the end of last year, went all the way pretty far up with him to the NFC Championship game before losing to the Eagles. He's a controversial figure. Yeah. A lot of people, and I think you've even been on the record here of making pokes at, at Purdy.
1: Yeah. Where where do you stand on Brock Purdy? Let, let's let's flush this out. All right. So all right. So <laughs> Brock Purdy, he has a, a lot to celebrate, right? I mean, great story, you know, being being the last man drafted, getting on the Niners, great playoff run last year, unfortunate injury. Showed his toughness, you know, playing through some injury pain came back this year got the starting job and he's doing a fine job at quarterback right but he is anybody playing quarterback right and you could you could replace Brock Purdy with Sam Darnold as they did against the Ravens you could replace him with Case Keenum you could replace him with uh beat hard or any number of, of backup quarterbacks that are good decent ball throwers nothing changes for the 49ers that team wins and has the same record Pretty much whoever you put back in the pocket there, because that team is just remarkably strong. Great coaching. You know, hats off to John Lynch and Mike Shannon for building a fantastic team and incredible talent, right? And so you look at that team, you're like, wow, these guys are great. So many good, uh, you know, skills players on that team. Anybody could go back there and pitch the ball. And do well and that's not a knock on Purdy; he's doing an absolutely fine job and if they go on to do well in the playoffs and, and win the Super Bowl hats off to them all like like it's a team effort. But Brock Purdy is not the difference maker on that team and, and he certainly is no one's most valuable player right he's statistically doing dynamite but Sam Donald the backup product would be doing just as well if he was taking all the pitches there for for the Niners because he's throwing a kittle, he's throwing a Debo. He's throwing, he's throwing to uh, McCaffrey, McCaffrey's running the ball, clearly the MVP on that team. The, the whole, you know, nonsense Brock Purdy MVP is absolute lunacy. There's a, there's better players on that team, more valuable players on that team. And they, there's, a, there's probably 50 players you could rattle off that are more valuable to their individual teams than Brock Purdy is the San Francisco 49ers. So, hey, respect the guy, appreciate him, doing a fine job. Get the fuck out of here with this MVP talk, though. <laughs> uh, the
0: way the disdain that you say Brock Purdy eh, Andy, <laughs> is, is quite is, is quite coming through. Look, I'm going to push back a little on you here, Andy, because this is look. Nobody can say Darnold would do the same as Brock Purdy this year. You just can't read probably say Probably better. Probably better. Sam Darnold is awful as a quarterback. He's shown that time and time again. But think about this, though, Andy, with the San Francisco to your counter, I'm going to counter you here. Jimmy Garoppolo, who is a a little above mediocre quarterback, did take the Niners. They almost won the Super Bowl. They were leading in the fourth quarter. Uh, He was hurt. But they also had Nick Mullins as their quarterback from a period of time. They've also had some other, and they did not do what Brock Purdy is doing. And in fact, I think even Brock Purdy has su- he uh, has has surpassed uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, the the most beautiful man alive quarterback. <laughs> and I'll, and I'll put that in quotes, but. I, look against the toughest competition. So week one against Pittsburgh, everyone's shitting on Brock Purdy and saying like even the defensive backs are saying, um, you know how overrated he is. And he all he ever did all he did was then fly across country, destroy Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh, throw a couple pass TDs and whatnot, and did a great job there. Against Dallas, where they they have this vaunted pass rush and they have this great ability. Only did all he did there was um, throw for over 250 yards and four touchdowns against Philadelphia. Another great pass rush where he got hurt last year. Four more touchdowns. Look, I don't disagree that having Christian McCaffrey, Kittle, and Debo is a great cast. And when Debo and McCaffrey were out, they lost three games. So yeah. look, that that is a tough thing to overcome. I think he's a better though than what most people are. I mean, if you look at the state of quarterback play that we have right now, go through, you know, so you have Hurts and and Dak in um, in the NFC East. Who the Giants are awful at quarterback. They could use Brock Purdy. The Reds, the Redskins. Here I am. The Commanders or whatever you're going to call the Washington football team. They have Sam Howe, They're awful at quarterback. Go through the NFC North, South uh west uh, i mean the the state of quarterback play is awful and i think brock purdy is at least in the top 10 oh. the top eight. i mean he's clearly we'll have to
1: do that he's at least a top 10 quarterback i, I just can't think there, there, of the there's other no team. there's no way he's a top 10 quarterback he, listen you, you you proved the point so the niners got to super bowl with jimmy g best looking man alive and, and they they almost won. They almost won. And it wasn't because of Jimmy G, right? Jimmy G has proven himself to be very mediocre. He's been benched in Las Vegas, right? I mean, he, he's, he's a fine quarterback just like Brock Purdy, but way better looking, obviously. Right. But, but mediocre and the Niners were still a really good team, but weren't getting back to that level until what the arrival of Brock Purdy. Fuck. No, it was the <laughs> arrival of Christian McCaffrey, right? McCaffrey completely changed the Niners dynamic. On the niners today you you said it when, when when he was out they didn't win McCaffrey is definitely the most valuable player on that team because most valuable is not statistically best performing right it's a difference most valuable is you take this guy away from this team and this team is no longer as good as they would be and, and you could you could put the giants tommy devito behind that Niners. Oh, come on. You cannot. The Niners, even the, <laughs> the Niners win-loss record is no better or worse for having Tommy DeVito or, or Brock. Oh, Hardy. that's awful. Awesome. That's, McAfee, that, that team's, that team's done. That team is done. Dave. C. That's J. an Stroud, awful take Andy. <laughs> CJ Stroud, the Texans are, are winning with him, surpassing expectations, take him out. They're done. So much more valuable player to his team, just like McCaffrey's the Niners. You take out any, you, know, you take Tyree kill away from the dolphins. Far less capable Dolphins team without Tyreek Hill. Much more valuable to his team than Brock Purdy. I mean you could you could go down the line with most votes. Take out Dak from the Cowboys. The Cowboys aren't going to perform as well. But maybe they would, because they've got Trey Lance, who should probably be the starting quarterback of San Francisco 49ers. Oh take out Justin Fields from the Bears. The Bears are are even worse than they are today. I mean, you could go down almost every team in the NFL and find a more valuable player to their team. <laughs> Than, than Brock Purdy. Look, Sam Darnold had that fantastic log roll into the end zone last year. He could log roll his ass into the MVP position if you're basing it on wins, losses. Oh, my God. Carter the, the San Francisco 49ers. Brock Purdy, I, I appreciate your story. You're, you're a thousand times better football player than I ever could dream of being. Great talent, great story. Best of luck in the playoffs. Absolutely not the most valuable player in the NFL, the UFL, the CFL, or any other fucking minor league league. Right? No way.
0: All right, Andy, well, you, made, you, you went on a quite a rant there, Andy. I might have to snip that one out and put, put that all together. Um, but I think that's it. I think, look, I think you made some fair points. You disagree. I don't think he's like, he's not the MVP this year. Uh, this is only his second year. He was the last pick in the draft. I mean, yeah, give as, he, him as he
1: should have been, as he should have been. He, <laughs> he's, he's a mighty fine last pick in the draft. I mean, come on, he's...
0: But look at all the people who were picked above him and look how he's far exceeded all of them. I I think it's just, it it is is a compelling story. It'll be interesting to watch as the season plays out and in the career as it plays out, because he's clearly the the, the quarterback for the Niners, at least for the next year um, as he gets that set up. So Andy, anything else on the pro football front that you want to cover?
1: Dave, I think I think before before we get into more animated, I think it's best that we go ahead and transition into a new topic.
0: Okay. (laughs) All right. Let Let's transition, Andy, real quick on another sport related front. Did you see the news with the XFL? Uh, XFL and USFL are merging. Um, The Rock, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, owns the XFL. Um, They had a, I I thought it was a pretty successful first year under him last year. Uh, I watched some of the games. They were entertaining. Uh, I liked a lot of the rules that they put in. They weren't gimmicky rules. They were actually, I think really kind of commonsensical rules that I wish the NFL would look at and adopt. Um, And they had quite a good, you know, following. I think the, the Washington defenders team, Uh, was very heavily uh, attended it was it got great reviews Uh, there was a lot of great activity from the XFL the USFL also started after the XFL in terms of their season uh, but they merged so four teams from the XFL four teams from the USFL they'll have they'll keep the XFL and USFL titles um, kind of like the AFC and NFC conferences they'll join forces and um And have a good spring season, the, Andy. I think what we saw last year was that there's an appetite for it. But before, when the USFL was around and the XFL was around, there really wasn't an appetite for spring football. Now, now I think there is. It's an entertaining yeah. product. What do what do you think about this this activity?
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm excited about it. To be honest, I, mean, I, th- I think you're right. I think you know, the NFL has sort of conditioned us to think about football all year long. Right, it's no right. longer just in season, but I mean, you know, I'm, I'm consuming Lions podcast in the off season. And we're talking about the draft, and you know everything's exciting. So I think it, it's a great time for a spring league. And you know, when the XFL and USFL started almost exactly the same time, the, the, this incarnation of them, you knew they couldn't last. Like they couldn't both right. survive. And so back in September, you know, they announced that they were looking at a merger. That's gone through. I think they're keeping four teams from each each league in the new. I think what might be called the UFL, if I remember correctly. I think yep. it's great. I'm excited about it. Like you said, I think the, you know the, the the management for the XFL. You know, the Rock came in, others came in. You know, some good management personnel, really thinking through how to present this new league, working with the NFL. You know, sort of helping uh, identify players, talent, and transition them. I think it's super exciting. And you know, football is fun to watch and, and pro level players. You know, they're not the, the uh, NFL's elite players. When you've got relatively equally capable and matched players playing football it's exciting to watch just like college football is exciting it's like high school football can be exciting to watch so i think the xfl or the new ufl or whatever they end up being is i think it's timely i'm, I'm looking forward to it I, you know, I look forward to checking it out um you know i'll say that notably there's still no virginia team something we will have to rectify at some point but but it's exciting exciting to see yeah you know, so I, I think it's a good yeah. move i'm looking forward to seeing where it goes this spring and and seeing what happens so i, th- I think it's i think it's really exciting
0: Yeah, I I agree. I mean, I did find myself watching Not, I didn't win, not watch a game end to end, but I would, you know, I did see the news. I mean, it does have like the XFL had to deal with ESPN. I think the key things you hit on too, is like, it has to be connected to the NFL in some way, shape or form, because I mean, trying to compete against that is never going to work. It's just not viable. Um, but you can have some sort of, if you want to call it like a minor league type of thing where you can have player development, maybe even look at rules development as the same thing that, that like M the major league baseball uses their minors to, to test out new rules with the pitch clocks that were wildly successful this year in major league baseball and some other things. I think it's a, it's a great step. And I do like the rock. I mean, uh, I'm a big fan of his from his wrestling heyday. I like some of his movies, not all, but some of his movies. And I do think he, he really does a great job of again, promoting positivity and giving people an opportunity. So I, I really do enjoy that. So yeah, great, great opportunity there. Andy, anything else on that topic?
1: No, good there. So we'll we'll see where it goes and maybe it will be something for us to discuss further here in the uh, the spring episodes. Yeah, yeah, looking forward to
0: it. All right, Andy, you want to transition us again one more time? One last topic. Oh man, that's a that's a, that's looking good. That's looking good. All right, Andy, you have come you posted recently on Threads your disdain for a certain letter, I will say. Yeah. Is that is that fair to say? Pretty um so. Talk to us about this. This is a quite an interesting take, a resolution for 2024,
1: Andy. So this this is a this is a very important and sensitive topic to me that I can get even more excited about than than the nonsense around Brock Purdy being the MVP. So (laughs) I have long loathed the letter C as as the most useless letter in the English language. Now English as a language makes no sense, right? And we've got all sorts of relics in the language and make it very difficult for folks to learn if you're I mean heaven forbid you're coming from another country trying to learn English because it it doesn't make sense it's not logical but the letter C more than anything else is just archaic and and useless so you know background to my current griping um, Festivus which many know you know made famous in Seinfeld back in 1997 originated uh, back in the '60s, as a Reader's Digest article, but um, you know, became famous in in '97. celebrated on December 23rd, right? As as a as a day of airing our grievances, right? Airing our grievances, and so um, on. Threads, uh, somebody had posted an article uh, to to get sort of kicking things off about Festivus, and um, one one person responded. Uh, Live uh, heard about Pluto uh, handle on on uh, threads. Responded with a grievance about. Some uh, use of a uh, certain words, which led me to complain about the letter c and and so I, I posted a a related thread. i'll I'll share the link with you later on that, sort of complaining about my frustration with the letter c and and Dave, it serves no functional purposes. are you are you an s? No. Are you a k? No. Do you have your own sound? No, it's just an imposter. It's a useless, worthless imposter. The only like logical use for the letter c, would be the the ch sound right ch like I, I could i could buy into that keep the letter c around it's it, it's just the ch sound on its own if and there are some languages as as I, as was shared with me by uh, um another threads user uh, uh strange bird you know explained to me that there's uh, in the czech language the letter c with a little accent on top that has a certain sound right so she explained that so so some ways have cracked the code on this but, but here in the United States, in American English, it, it, you know, cake, C-A-K-E, makes no sense. Ice, I-C-E, makes no sense. So like, like Brock Purdy and MVP talk, see, get the fuck out of here. You're useless, <laughs> we don't need you, you're just confusing. Like, so, so my, my, my vow, Dave, is that, you know, should I ever uh, get inspired to run for public office? I think the, the, the most important singular issue on my platform will be to abolish or modify the letter C. And I think it's something that all of America can rally around. You know, in a time of divisiveness and, and anger, I think this could really bring us together as a country, right, get, get rid of the letter C, modify the letter C. I think it's, I think it's something good for America to rally around, Dave. So that's, those are my feelings. What, what are your thoughts on this completely useless letter? I ha- I have no thoughts, Andy. I have never once considered
0: that we would remove a letter from the alphabet. But this is just the level that you can get into, Andy. I don't know if that's your chemo talking or not. Like you're bringing into like a fresh mind out of all of this, and all of a sudden you're starting to to see like clearer, and and you're starting to break down walls. Maybe it's a superpower, Andy. Maybe the the, the, the how long
1: have you had this hatred for C? This goes back. A long way, and and Dave, you know, you actually raised a really good point. So, my my my, my hatred towards C goes back a very a very long. Way. I can't tell you when it started. Something's always rattled me. But you know, as I you know shared before, you start. So, I'm in the middle of chemotherapy. But I chemo yesterday, of chemo today. So, my brain is a little bit fuzzy. Maybe that's why there's a little bit more animation. But but chemo, C H E M O, get the fuck out of here, right? Just just use the letter K, right? And and, and chemo, C H. That should be cha, if not like, is it chemo? What is going on here, right? So uh, it, it, it's useless, Dave. I'm sorry you have had a chance to sit here and ponder I think Most Americans haven't, but like like the silent K, like there's no reason to have these stupid things in the language, so we need to make some changes. This, this is a key one, you know, for, for all of us, Dave, for all of us, Dave. It's something America can really rally around, I think. Um, yeah, Andy, I, I really
0: I have no words um, to be honest. Uh, so I'm I'm not sure if we should just wrap the pot on that. You've left me speechless for 2023, Andy. <laughs> that um, I, I I guess I'm like this is definitely going to be a, a cut. Uh, for that we'll post on our YouTube channel, because I think everyone needs to hear this. I'm debating that uh, though, Andy, whether we need to have a poll about who's right about Brock Purdy or not, or whether or not the letter C C should continue moving forward. I'm beginning to think that we should talk about letter C. So maybe that's our poll for this week in the end of 2023.
1: I I think it's an important topic, Dave. I mean, case in point, again, maybe it's time for us to change the spelling of Christmas, right? Because again, (laughs) There's no reason for that to be a ch word, right? So I mean, imagine the chaos of Jesus Christ being being JK moving forward. That would just start all sorts of <laughs> absolute confusion. Right. I mean, that would that be that could be disastrous in so many ways, but it's the right thing to do. It's the right thing to do. So, you know, if if, if if we post the poll, I hope folks will weigh in on this. I think it's an important topic. And I think together we can make a positive change for America, Dave. So thank you for for allowing me to uh, you know discuss this I think it's a, it's a good discussion um, you know San Francisco with a K right and it's just <laughs> it only it only makes sense it only makes sense so hey that's oh, a, a great celebration I'm glad people could air their grievances I think it's always fun so I'll do that that's mine for 2023 and until we make the change it will remain my number one grievance I think Dave so thank, thank you for giving me the opportunity to talk about that
0: This is as much of your platform as is is mine, Andy, and I'm glad we could have this opportunity to share that. So let's just end it there, Andy. I think no better place to end this podcast. Um, I'm not sure if we'll do another podcast this year. We'll see how it goes. Uh the rest of this week. Um, but Andy, uh, if we don't talk, happy new year to you. Um and to all our listeners, happy new year to you as well. And I hope you're all enjoying the holidays. We will be back on track next week, uh, most likely starting again on Wednesday. Um, but um, but unless something else comes up, Andy, where we need to get into the C thing again. But um,
1: Andy, with that, any closing comments? Dave, happy new year to you. Great to start these pods in 2023. Thanks for all those that have been listening and excited to continue in 2024 with with the podcast and with, you know, Dave, great job with the YouTube clips and thanks for everybody's plugged in and, and, and working on this with us. We enjoy it. We appreciate it. And Dave, happy new Year to you and yours. All right. And with that, Andy, we will
0: talk to you next time.